0: The Rise Higher podcast has been designed to help you rise on your down days and go even higher on your good days. Let's rise higher together. Hey Rise Hires, welcome to this week's episode of the Rise Higher podcast. Today we're talking about sex after kids. So a post of mine this week had one person complain about it because it mentioned the sex word. So the post got pulled from the site but we're okay to talk about it on here and talk about it we will do because it's the most natural beautiful pleasurable thing in the world that we can do if we're with the right person obviously until there comes a time when we're not having it we don't want to have it and it feels like the spark has gone. So the dream of having kids and it being easy peasy and a beautiful dream that we don't even think about what it's going to be like, or maybe that was just my warped idea of it. No one tells you about c-section pain, tears down below, the competition of who has got up more in the night, resentment over who is the most tired or who isn't pulling the weight as much, there not being enough time, energy or motivation for it, and people becoming unsure of how to approach it and what to do. So the usual sort of slap and a tickle from a man to get you in the mood isn't sort of doing it the same and the woman doesn't know how to approach the man as well in the same way because of tiredness and all that kind of thing. Not to mention women's changing needs and men's needs and yeah just that whole not knowing how to approach it it's, it's, it comes with so much emotion and we need energy to be able to do it and we need to be in that right headspace don't we to be able to do it and it can be hard to get there when you've got so much going on. Phew! So imagine the carnage that this creates in relationships for the couple but also for the children that are involved as well because as much as we try to hide it They pick up on the vibes, the low vibes that are going on. If there's anger and people shouting then obviously they can see that but if we try and keep it to ourselves then kids can still feel that, they can still feel there's something going on in the house. So like I said to that platform, excuse me if I strongly believe that this is an important subject, one I'm passionate about and shouldn't be banned because we need to talk about it more in a healthy way, in a positive way. We can't just keep brushing it under the carpet and just have this stigma attached to it. So this might be a good one for you guys to listen to as well. Because, yeah, we're just going to talk openly and honestly about it. And I remember when my friend had had her baby. And she said, it felt like my vagina was dragging along the floor behind me. And it's something I wouldn't know about because I had a section, but you get the idea. Imagine that feeling of pain down there, of tears, some women get tears. Even a section, you know, that that area just feels gentle and a little bit battered and bruised, you know. And, And then you can imagine why sex suddenly becomes the last thing on a woman's mind. Sex after kids is different anyway but that's okay. If someone would only tell us this beforehand and sort of prepare us for it, she's busy trying to keep a small child alive, having her boobs potentially sucked dry, dealing with any blocks that come, trying to squeeze them out, trying to feed the baby, feed herself, keep everything going, go on walks, meet people, go to classes. Then she's expected to be this goddess at night, He's back at work, working, balancing things, getting used to adjusting to life as a new dad. So you can see where the disconnection comes in and where there's not enough time, energy, and motivation to do it. It becomes it depends how it how it's led up to before children. Were we doing it just to get pregnant? Was it fun leading up to it? And yeah, what what's happened since? There can be a lot that goes on in this time. And that's why we need to talk about it. So, enough of the pain though. Why is it important? Because whatever's going on in the relationship means that if there's the disconnection, then it means that our spirit is low. So the kids feel it. We feel it. Every area of our life is impacted by it. And if we're disconnected from our partner, it affects our health happiness, success, closeness, it affects our thoughts, our feelings, our mood, it affects our digestion, elimination, it can affect the food choices we eat, what we drink, what we don't drink, if we exercise or not. Honestly the, the, the impact it has on every area is unreal and if we don't talk about it and do something about it, And if we don't want our kids to be in therapy in 20 years' time, it's important that we look at it and not just brush it under the carpet or ignore it just because somebody gets a little bit offended because we're talking about sex. So how do we change it? You're with your partner, you've got this beautiful new baby, you feel a bit of disconnection, there might be anger, there might be resentment, all of these emotions coming up, the tiredness the just change, you know, changing a woman's hormones and changing her body and what it's used for and what it, what it feels like, you know, the way a woman feels after having a baby is, is so different, you know, her mind is taken away, emotions, mentally, spiritually, emotionally, she's in a different place, it doesn't mean to say just because she's not interested in sex that there's something wrong, It's just that she's got so much going on inside of her head, so much to learn, so much to do, so much to cope with, that she just needs that sort of gentle time to get used to it all. Same for the man. So the man has had this new baby brought into his world and there can be a lot of attention on the mother and the baby and men can feel sort of left out, not needed, unhelpful in the way and you can find that they work more or they go and do their hobbies more but obviously in the last year with the pandemic that's just you know added fuel to the fire because everybody's been in the same location with more pressure and stress on them so I've got three steps that you can do that can start to make a real impact right away And some of them you will, a couple of them you'll be like, nope, I can't even go there just yet. But just give it time, just let these ideas just settle. So the first step is communication. Often we don't want to talk about this subject through fear of what it might bring up for us, what it might bring up for other people, fear of being rejected, fear of hurting the other person, plus do we even have time to think about what we want in this area but this needs to be done when there's the right time and the right space for this honest conversation to happen. Getting to the root cause of what's going on is really important and that's where I focus on with a client, it's not just about who gets up most in the night, who does the most nappy changes, who's most tired it's about really getting underneath get underneath all of that and you find out what the root cause is what's the real issue and that's what we need to do get underneath it all that's what the honest conversation can do if it's if it comes from a place of honesty truth no blame then that's when we get the real truth from people because we're giving from that lovely place And then they'll feel the same and open up too. The second step is compassion and it's often the hardest thing to do when we're both tired, possibly angry and resentful of each other. Yet infinite compassion is something we can't give to others unless we give it to ourselves. So we're always being asked, what are we giving to ourselves? Are we being kind? If for example, a woman is sore and just not in the headspace, not sure how to approach sex, not sure how to approach the conversation, is she beating herself up for it or is she having compassion towards herself knowing that she just needs time to heal for her body to just get back into balance? You know, it's had a major trauma, it's gone through some big changes and often we just we almost don't give the body enough respect for what it's just actually achieved enough time and then once we've got this compassion for ourselves we can then extend this passion to other people knowing that they're dealing with their stuff at the same time we might not even know what it is a lot of the issues that come up in relationships stem from childhood most of the time until i do the immersion with a couple Unaware of what triggers are happening and still happening, even now in the relationship, you add in stress, you add in babies, work, money, pandemics, and that is when the childhood traumas will come up the issues, the patterns, the behaviors, the beliefs that's when everything will come to the surface and we'll get this disconnection. So, once we can start to appreciate that everybody potentially everybody, not in all relationships, but most relationships, everybody's just trying the best to manage their own emotions, their own thoughts, feelings, and how it's impacted their life, then we can start to extend that compassion to other people. And it was interesting the other day when I had this conversation with a couple, that it became apparent that the man was actually depressed and the woman was sort of like how can you be depressed because I'm the one that's been through all of this over the last nine months and you know everything that I've been through during the birth and it it wasn't a straightforward birth but it's about talking about it it's about really getting all of this stuff to the surface so that people can really understand the other person a lot of the issues that come up in relationships We don't talk about on the first date, do we? We don't go out and say, oh yeah, when I was five years old, this happened. And maybe in 20 years time or 10 years time or five years time, it's going to come up. We don't even know what our triggers are. And we don't even know what our barriers and what our blocks are until we face that adversity or that challenge. So the third step is forgiveness. Now I know. If you're anything like me, you'll be like, forgiveness. Yep, that sounds sweet. Just like communication, just like compassion, forgiveness. Now she wants me to forgive the man when he's not pulling his weight and he's not tidying up and I'm getting up more in the night. But yeah, I am. Because when all the work I've ever done on myself, I've always read about the power of forgiveness. And I've always thought, wow, that sounds nice. That sounds like a nice spiritual thing to do. But I've never really done it. And it took me years to get to a point to actually doing it properly. It was a nice theory. I understood how it could help. I understood that I didn't need to be in touch with the person anymore, but it could help because forgiveness frees us. The, the, anger and the resentment that we hold against somebody else doesn't hurt them it just hurts us so even even by doing it and we don't even know the person anymore we don't see them anymore it has a really healing effect on us and it is the key to happiness now our ego will be screaming at us at this moment telling us that the person that we're with does not deserve our forgiveness if anything, it will be saying, Look at how much I'm doing. Look at all the things I'm doing that you need to give me more. But again, this is where the ego is quite sly. Even if, even if we've only got a few 5%, 5% is us and what we can forgive, and 95% is them, we still have to do this inner work. Once we can forgive, once we get into that mindset it's quite crazy how much we have to forgive and there was a time when I woke up in the middle of the night once and I knew I was so angry so angry at somebody and I knew I knew what book I needed I knew what affirmation I needed and I sat there for two and a half hours in the night just forgiving So again, knew the theory, thought it was sweet, never really practiced it, didn't think it would be that powerful until I did it properly. And I couldn't believe it was like being drained. You can imagine all this negative energy coming off me, being drained out of me. It was like so powerful. It almost sounds too good to be true, but it was like all of this energy, all of this dark, dense energy came off me. And I started to, the anger that I was holding against the person that I thought was being the problem, they were actually only a part of it. I was holding on to anger and resentment from years back from other people. They all suddenly came back to mind. And it can be quite scary because the amount of people that are lined up that you need to forgive, you think, wow, am I really that bad a person that I've held this much resentment about people? And you can also feel quite sad because you know that once you experience the opposite of that forgiveness and honestly they they talk about no overnight awakenings but when you've had one of these powerful forgiveness experiences everything changes like everything relationships just change your health changes you just feel lighter and brighter inside it's like that dense energy has moved on And you just suddenly feel more love for yourself and other people than you ever thought was possible and one of the lessons in the course is forgiveness is the key to happiness and forgiveness offers everything i want and it's true so what we want when we're out of alignment with somebody for whatever reason we're just talking about kids and sex after kids here but whatever the reason why we're out of alignment with somebody, you know, the disconnection could have started before having kids. It could have started after, it could have started in between. It could actually have been somebody else that sort of, we think's caused it in between, an outside person. If there's been infidelity, any issues like that, then, you know, we can hold that within us as well. And yeah, it's, it's sort of, it's, the, it's sort of the missing piece and that's why I put it in the book but it only works, it's the third missing piece in my book more than a mindset because it's one thing to communicate, it's one thing to have nice thoughts, it's one thing to say affirmations but it's another thing to actually sit down on your mat, on your cushion and just forgive and it, the person that we tend to overlook forgiving is ourselves So yes, I know you might be thinking, but in this situation, in this example, he doesn't deserve my compassion or my forgiveness because I'm doing more, I'm busier, I'm more tired. Then if you want to be happy, then forgiveness is the way to get in there. It doesn't matter whether you're right or wrong. So you might be right, you might be doing more. But if you want to be happy and you want your child to feel your happiness, then you have to start the forgiveness process. I'm not saying that you're going to forgive everything in one minute. This is a process. This is day by day. Sometimes, like in my experience, that was a build up. That was a real build up. I'd been doing forgiveness work for quite a while. That night was one of those real healing moments that is possible. If you're thinking, I don't even know how to approach it, my mind is filled with so much anger and resentment, it just feels like the opposite, the complete opposite, then I'd suggest just starting. Just focus, even if it's not on that person, even if you can't even bring yourself to forgive the person that you're with, because they might not be pulling the weight, genuinely, they may be not pulling their weight they may be depressed they may just not know how to handle what's going on then just try and focus on one good thing about somebody else that you're holding something against just start the process and once you start you'll be helped in so many ways that you almost can't comprehend at the minute and if you're thinking i can't i can't even have sex yet because it hurts or he still wants it and he still approaches me in the same way like before with you know a certain slap and a tickle and it's just not doing it for me anymore and you don't know how to approach the subject with him then that's where getting help from somebody can really help you both because having that third person involved takes that emotional charge out of the conversation and helps you both see really clearly like the work is transformational and when I work with a couple and I see them I'm blown away each time at the changes that I see in front of me even after a few weeks time it's amazing and yeah if you just and if if your partner isn't interested in talking about it because often you might be there you might be in a place where you know something's wrong and they might not be there, they might not be willing to open up just yet, then it's just, it's just about going back to those words of communication, this, when you do this, this is how I feel, that's a good one, because there's no blame there, it's just when, when you do that, when you don't get up in the night, this is how it makes me feel, I might be wrong in how I'm feeling, but that's just where I go to, once we start to open that conversation without the blame and anger behind it, even if, even if that's really hard for us because we do feel like that, then we know that when we've got a few minutes to ourselves, we can just start that forgiveness process. And that's another thing. If you're thinking, I haven't got time to forgive, do you know how much I've got on? I've even gone back to work now, let alone juggling kids and then trying to have sex and be connected with my partner. This is just, this can be one moment, one sincere moment of, oh gosh, I've I've got, I have, I'm playing a part in this as well. So even if my part is only 5%, this is the bit that I'm going to forgive myself for and forgive the other person for. It's such, such a powerful subject. It's so simple, yet at the same time, it's so deep and we can talk ourselves out of it for so many reasons. But as ever, we'll do a visualisation on it now. So if you've really got blocks around doing it, and really you'd rather strangle me right now for telling you to be compassionate and forgiving. I'm not telling you to be a doormat. I'm not telling you to be walked over. If somebody's being angry, you need to get help. If there's anything that's going on where there's impact to children and threat to children and yourself, you need to get help. If this is just general just, but if this is general, you know, anxiety, anger, disconnection, lack of love, lack of passion, lack of intimacy, connection, even that low vibe energy is affecting you, your partner, the house, your children, everything on every level. If you, if you need more help, then reach out. I'm always here to help. And we'll do the visualisation now, and I know this will help you right now, you can always come back to it, the more you come back to it the better it gets. So I'll see you on the other side of the visualisation. Okay, so sitting somewhere where you're nice and comfortable, where you won't be disturbed. You could light a candle, light some incense if it's safe get yourself nice and warm, you might have a lovely blanket that you like to use and it helps if you close your eyes and go within. and Just start to place your attention on your breath, be aware of where your breath is going into your body and on the exhale release. Inhale focus on the air coming into your belly and exhale and release. Inhale focus the air coming into your belly and on the exhale release. And I want, to, I want you to imagine that you're stood on a stage in an outdoor theatre. You're in Italy and it's a beautiful warm night. You look above you and all you can see is the stars and the sky. You feel really calm, really connected. You feel like you've finally got some peace and quiet, some time for you. And you know that in this time that we've got together, that whoever and whatever comes up into your mind, whatever memories, whatever people, you trust that it's all good. And you know that afterwards you're going to feel lighter and brighter. In front of you on this stage is a large screen. And on it, you see the person that you resent the most. The one person right now that is jumping out at you, that you are in a relationship with where it's strained. You should love this person, but you just can't see past what they're doing wrong, what they're not doing and how they're causing you pain. And within all of this hurt, I want you to see a bright white beam of light coming down from the sky and blasting them from the top of the head all the way through their body, right to the bottom of their feet, covering their entire body with light. And you look at this person that you hold resentment towards, that you've got some disconnection with. And you think of one thing that you can be grateful for. Just one thing, however small. And you see another bright white beam of light coming down from the sky and filling you, your mind, your body, all the way down to your feet, filling you with light as well. And the light in you and the light in them suddenly joins. And you feel bigger. Your energy feels like it's expanding. You feel your heart opening. And you're thinking about this one thing that you can be grateful for, for this person in front of you. Knowing that forgiveness is the key to happiness and forgiveness offers you everything that you want, if we do the work. You now see this person move off the screen and somebody else appears on the screen, who you hold a grievance against, somebody you disconnected from. and this same white light blasts them with light from their head to their toe. You're still covered in light and you see this light from you extend to them and you forgive this person. You let them move off the screen and then you think of somebody else who you're holding. It might be a major grievance towards or it might be a really small grievance towards. You might still be on the same person. There might be so many people in your mind that you need to get on the screen, but don't worry, we don't have to do it to everybody. It's the intention, it's the fact that we're starting. You might be really struggling to think of one good thing to think about in the person in front of you. But just know that beyond the craziness, beyond all the craziness that people show, there's more going on. And keep bringing in new people, keep seeing bright white lights completely covering their entire body and the light in you, joining the light in them Again you might stick to one person, you might keep thinking about new people. And then, start to see all the people that have come to mind, or the one person that you stayed with, and just see them on the screen in front of you. And instead of being on the screen. jump out of the screen and they stand on the stage with you and you're all bathing in this white light and part of your mind is saying what is this all about this white light what good is this doing but in your soul you know that this light means understanding And all you're aiming to do is to understand each other, to see the good in each other. Forgiving somebody doesn't mean to say that you stay with them, doesn't mean to say that you become a doormat. Forgiveness means that you're no longer hurt by the resentment that you hold within yourself. You become stronger and wiser So if you need to say no, you can do so. If you need to tell somebody to leave, you can do so with strength and conviction. Likewise, if you need to apologize and tell somebody that you're sorry for something you've done, you can do that. You've got the strength to do that, the courage to do that. So see all of the people that you think about that you hold a grievance against see them all lined up in front of you and just say to everybody or the one person that's there the love in me salutes the love in you which means the love that's in me even if it's only a small amount that you can get, recognises the love in you, even if you can only see a little bit of it. Just trust that your effort is going to pay off. The more forgiveness work you do, the easier it becomes. We can almost block our good, because we, the resentment that we carry, we build walls in front of our hearts, and it stops all of our good coming to us. So the connection we want, the sex we want, the intimacy, the miracles, the magic that we want can't get in through these walls. And then we become even more angry because things aren't working the way we know that they really can. It's about releasing the blocks. It's about releasing ourselves from the anger and the resentment and letting it go. People tell us to let go and release, to relax, but we can't do that if we're full of this dense energy. Actually looking somebody in the eyes, even if it's in our mind, and saying to them that we forgive them, that's where the magic is even if their part is more of it, more in it than ours. Do you want to be right or do you want to be happy? The sword that we hold over somebody else's head is actually hovering over ours and falls on us and it affects us. We are more powerful than we realise and when we learn the power of forgiveness and we actually do the work, That's when things change. So look once more at the people that are in front of you. And see them smiling. See them happy. See you happy and supported. Whatever you need. The miracles you need in this moment come to you. It might be a person, a book, a coach. It might be a new job, it might be some more money, whatever you need, it might be some more me time, it might be a pedicure, it might be somebody just babysitting for you for the night so that you can watch a movie on your own. Whatever you need will come to you. You've done the forgiveness work, keep coming back to it and just be aware now that you've done this work. The more you do it, the more blocks you remove, the better life gets. And when you're ready, start to bring your attention back into your body. Wiggle your fingers, wiggle your toes, and start to feel your breath fill your body again. Inhale and release, inhale and release, and when you're ready, you can open your eyes. And like I said in the visualization, the more we do this, the better it gets. There'll be days when you feel like you cannot do this. That's when we need to do it the most. And just know that the bond that we have with somebody where there's tension and resentment and anger, it's like a chain, a metal chain that's tying us together. Once we release the chains, we release everything to start working better. If you need any help, you know where I am. Practice it as much as you need to. Come back to the visualization. You can just jump in when it starts. It's like 24 minutes. And let me know how you get on and I'll see you again next week. Bye.